So we're reading from Matthew 11, verses 25 to 30. The Father revealed in the Son. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those whom the Son chooses to reveal to him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, so this is the end of a biblical proverb which begins by saying, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but... Can you see what it is? I think I've won this one. A harsh word stirs up anger. No, never mind. Proverbs 15.1. A gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. A harsh word widens the wound. It doesn't heal it. This seems particularly so on social media. People make what they believe to be just a little innocuous remark, only to be inundated with angry and harsh responses, extreme abuse, even death threats. If you happen to say something or do something that doesn't fit the current thought, the current trend of thought, then the outrage against you can be overwhelming. Listen to this from Friday's Evening Standard. A Tory MP who was bombarded with online abuse after having a baby today warned that social media will remain an ongoing cesspit unless action is taken. Sean Bailey spoke out last year after she was inundated with messages abusing her for taking four weeks maternity leave after the birth of her daughter. How strange. What a weird place social media is. In fact, the outrage is meant to be overwhelming. It's not sent to help you, but only to silence you, to diminish you, to demolish you, to destroy you, rather than a climate sort of of open dialogue. Social media seems to have created a climate of whoever shouts loudest, and angriest and harshest wins the day. One little comment or action can spark a wildfire. We've all seen pictures like this this year and other years of physical wildfires that are now much more frequent and fierce as a result of human-induced climate change. And just as we brought about climate change, 
So also through social media, we humans have brought about a cultural change. We are damaging the climate and we are damaging the culture. It has, as one writer has called it, the era of retribution and vengeance. A couple of weeks ago, Dan uh, talked about the symbiosis between culture and our behaviour, that what we do affects the culture and our culture affects what we do. Today, social media seems to be an accelerant for whatever is not gentle. Social media fans the flames of huge wildfires, of anger and outrage. It's become easy and indeed now expected that we express ourselves in the harshest possible way. <clears throat> the very opposite of gentleness, which is what we're looking at today. Gentleness is similar to patience. Patience is where we are long-suffering and slow to get angry. Gentleness is where we are long-suffering and slow to become aggressive. When things don't go our way, we are slow to become aggressive. We don't immediately become heated and harsh. We don't quickly throw insults. We don't shout and scream. Remember, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Whatever comes our way, we respond gently. But how can we resist? How can we answer gently when everyone else is speaking so harshly? and acting so harshly? How do we tackle the fire instead of it getting out of control in us? Because the temptation is to imitate what others do on social media. The danger then is that the wildfire engulfs us and fills us with bitterness. We become consumed with anger and we hurt ourselves just as much as we hurt those we're shouting at. just like me, carrying these weights. I'll have to admit, I've only got half the weights on that I was intending to have. <laughs> but before I do my talk, Sue reads through my notes just to sort of help me. And she didn't pass me having two stone of weights on. I've only got one stone on this morning. But just like carrying these weights, things like anger and bitterness, hate and aggression, they weigh us down. If we let these things take hold of us, they damage our inner being. They change us for the worse. You're probably thinking it's madness me weighing these weights. Well, it is. But more so is bearing the burden of anger and aggression. Jesus says, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus doesn't talk harshly to us. He doesn't condemn us for what we're carrying. 
He doesn't berate us for the burden we bear. He has pity on us and says, hey, so aren't you weary of all this? All this weight you're carrying, aren't you weary of it? Come to me and I will give you rest. John, I'll need a little hand here again. Just to... Uh... Oh, that's better. Ooh, thanks. Oh, you feel very light. <laughs> Float up to the ceiling. <laughs> Let's pause for a moment and ask Jesus to free us from the baggage we're carrying. Let's just pause and think about it. What are we carrying inside? What burdens are we carrying? That Jesus says to us, come to me. He's not accusing you for having the stuff. He wants to help and take the burden away and give us rest. Lord, as we're here before you, we want to thank you that you are gentle. We thank you that you, you sort of confront us about the baggage that we're carrying, but in a way that's wanting to free us from it. You don't condemn, you free us. So Lord, we come to you because we are weary and burdened. We're weary of carrying around anger and bitterness and resentment and hatred and aggression and harshness. And we pray, Lord, that we would be able to let go of those things. We pray now that as we're here this morning before you, that we would know you taking that weight off of us, relieving us of the burdens that we bear in. The things that are wearying us, Lord, we come to you now and give them over to you. And we let go. Lord, please take them from us, we pray. Amen. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus wants us to learn from him how he treats us with gentleness is how we can learn to treat others. In Isaiah it says this of Jesus, he will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break and a smouldering wick he will not snuff out. I don't know about you, but I sometimes feel just like that, a bruised reed or a smouldering wick. And Jesus treats me gently, and he treats us gently, where we feel we just can't carry on. We can take his yoke upon us and know his gentleness. Jesus does not shout aggressively, but gently invites us to lay down our burden at his feet and instead pick up his yoke to wear gentleness like a garland of delight 
rather than a heavy burden, we can just have a garden, a, a garland of delight to know a lightness in our spirit instead of a heaviness in our heart. In fact, it's not just gentleness. The yoke that Jesus wants us to put on is all the fruit of the spirit that we've been talking about over the summer. We can find joy, love, joy and peace. Oh, here we go. Found them under the bag. <laughs> we can find love, joy and peace. We can experience patience, kindness and goodness. And we can learn faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Because if we have those things, that is real rest for the soul and refreshment for the spirit. To be carrying these things around with us is just a simply delight. It's healing for the heart and delight for the mind. Good things come pouring in as the burden falls away. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I've got a way to remember these things. Someone taught us this. They used to do a, drums, a drum class at our church. And one of the things they did was how to remember the fruit of the Spirit. And the first three are all just one syllable. So you can go love, joy, peace. And then the next three, patience, kindness, goodness, are two syllables. Patience, kindness, goodness. And then the last three, well, they're all three syllables. Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Well, it helps me to remember. I don't know whether it will help you. All these things we can wear that's the yoke that Jesus wants us to wear. And they're, they're light. And they make our spirits light. They take away the spirit of heaviness and burden and give us a lightness of spirit. The writer of the book of Hebrews puts it like this. Fix your eyes on Jesus. And that's really the message for today. If we want to find rest for our souls, then instead of looking at social media or the world around us and copying what happens there, instead of picking up on all the harshness and aggression and vengeance and retribution and stuff that's around us, instead of looking there and copying that, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus and imitate him. So let's pause once more. John's going to come up and uh, he's going to start leading us in worship in a few moments. Oh, he's there. Um, I'll just pray. John's going to start playing some music and we'll go into the first song that we've got. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you want to give us a lightness in our spirit that the yoke that you have for us is all that fruit of the Spirit 
that you have promised will grow within us. Lord, we pray that we would just be able to find love, joy, peace. That we'd be able to experience patience, kindness and goodness. That we'd be able to learn faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Help us again, Lord, to let go of the things that we've been holding on to and instead open our hearts, our hands, our minds, our spirits to the fruit of your spirit so that we might praise and take delight in you. Amen. Amen.